Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. I mean, to be fair, that is true, right? Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It is the truth. Every single trade uh, impacts you. Our some? pal Jerry Ferrara is sitting on set. You know what? Let's, yeah, it's You Better You Bet, Nick and Ken, yeah, Thursday Radio Row in Las Vegas, yeah, presented up? by yeah. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. All sorts of good stuff coming up over the course of the show today. Let's get right into it, though, because our guest to start the show today Leaving off, like we're picking up where we left off yep. yesterday with a billion amazing guests on yesterday's show. We welcome to the show, friend of the show, uh, friend of our pals over at BetMGM, the great Jerry Ferrara, celebrity Knicks fan Jerry Ferrara, after our Knicks pulling some great moves, yeah. trade deadline day in the association. So Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, Jerry, welcome back to You Better You Bet. How's it going? I do feel like now I'm an official friend of the show. We've been through two trade deadlines <laughs> together and now a Super Bowl. So I am now a friend of the show. And, and, I mean, and we, tell and the we story were a, about yeah. what happened. So it, Donovan Mitchell was he like where was he going to get traded? Was he going to go to the Knicks? Jerry was in like essentially a Zoom call off camera. I was in your during, Zoom green right, right. <laughs> that is putting it very nicely for what the, the actual the, thing was. The shadow so, realm right, or here's, whatever. Here's a, yeah, here's a link that you click and you just like have to hang out until we're in the break. And Nick on the air as we're going to break, be like, and we have some breaking news. We have a trade, and I can see like Jerry was like, yeah, like half paying attention. He's like Donovan Mitchell. And he kind of like looks up. He's like, it's going to the Cavs. Like that's what's going to happen. Like not going to go to the Knicks. I mean, you were you were crestfall, and then you had to come on the air right after that. Well, yeah. Yeah, and I think at that point, too, it was almost a foregone conclusion he was right. coming to the Knicks. So it wasn't like, will he? It was, it's happening. And I think it was an audible gasp from me. I, was like, <gasps> <laughs> I think that really happened. And, yeah, uh, yeah today, was, uh, today was a fun one, too. Redemption. Uh, so let's let's talk about that a little bit. And, Jerry, we'll get your thoughts on the Knicks and the Eastern Conference. But the Knicks early, and I don't have the details in front of me, but basically trading Quentin Grimes and like the corpse of Evan Fournier yep. and some like three second round thing. Fournier hasn't played got, in like a season and right. a half yep. for uh, Bohan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks, who obviously was Boyan. a Nick for. You got to get used to it. It's like Chef Boyardee, Boyan. I might just yeah. call him Chef Chef Boyardee. <laughs> That's not going bad. to happen in New York. And, you know that. Yeah, and look, and he's he's averaging. As opposed to like don't mess with the Bohan, which is like what you were he's doing. He's averaging yeah. 21 points per game. He'll right. start while Randall's out. So, Jerry, your thoughts on the New York Knicks trades today? You know, I read that trade, too, I think when Woj reported it backward. Like, he, he first posted it that it was Grimes two seconds for Burks. I, I'm like, like, I was like, what the hell? Like, right. we wouldn't trade Grimes for Donovan Mitchell. Now it's like Alec Burks. I'm freaking out. I'm like, great. So maybe we can't believe in the ownership and Leon Rose and it's over. Then I saw the Bogdanovich piece. So I like it. Now, for the Knicks now, I think it's really all about get healthy for the playoff time. We know our boy Tibbs loves to run guys into the ground. Brunson. Yeah. Hartenstein has, like, stress injuries. So <laughs> I think this will help get guys healthy and eat up some innings. We needed guys to eat up innings at this point. So I think that's what this trade does. And Tibbs loves Burks. We know that. So I think it was a big win. I'm going to miss Grimes because I still believe. But I do think it's a good move for Detroit. Detroit did, did needs some help. And didn't, like, 
kind of my opinion, like DiVincenzo kind of made Grimes not irrelevant, but like the emergence of DiVincenzo at least made Grimes like a little expendable, it felt like. You mean the second best three-point shooter in the NBA after I, Steph Curry? He's averaging yes, like 30 sure. points yeah. per game recently. It's been amazing. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. And like Josh Hart, too, was a part of that. Make it, you know, so I think it was a good move for everyone. So I'm excited. And now we got to just pray for help. We have to pray for help at this point. Well, and I'm sure, you know, you look at the standings and you kind of allow yourself to dream here a little bit. Like you look and it's, you go down the teams. Boston is great, but I don't think, I don't feel like people are that afraid of them necessarily in a playoff series. Definitely not the Knicks who have played them pretty well in a couple games. Yeah. Milwaukee, a dumpster fire right now. Philadelphia, when is Joel Embiid coming? Like you go down the list and then you just get to the Knicks and you get to Donovan Mitchell, which is really funny on the Cavaliers. Like, do you kind of dare yourself to dream like... I, like conference finals is kind of like the average outcome here a little bit. And now you're playing Boston, maybe with a chance to play for a title. I have so much Knicks trauma. This is almost like an old <laughs> relationship. It's like we broke up. Now yeah. we're back together. But this is too good to be true. Yeah. I don't even. Yes, I think everything you said is true. I don't want to allow my mind to go to Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, uh, yeah. no, you have to. I think NBA, I, I, NBA gonna, Finals is totally how about this? Oh, you're I'm gonna, me right no, now. No, I'm going to I'm gonna take what you, you the Celtics. I, I'm going to yeah. raise you. I think the Knicks are going to the finals. Wow. We're going since Wait. the first time since 1999. And, well, I was going to say Tim Duncan won't be there, but here's here's Nicole Jokic. Right. We'll see yeah, how it that's, goes. that's a little tough. But, like, Knicks-Celtics, this is not a Knicks fan saying this. Like, I'm not even a Knicks fan. I grew up a Celtics fan. Knicks-Celtics in the playoff series, who's the best player in the series? I, I think it goes Tatum, then Brunson. I, I have a lot of respect for I Jason Tatum. I think this year Tatum. it's Brunson. I think this year it's Brunson. It's it's close to me. The, right. the gap has narrowed. But it's just then, close. I mean, you gotta you're you're in the I guess the Celtics in the conference finals is gonna be close with the best player. You can beat them. I think the Celtics a lot will hinge on them with the health of Porzingis. Yeah, if he's that's there healthy, true. he takes them to another level that is scary, right? And I hope he's healthy, by the way. I really do. I wouldn't want to play I I like playing teams at full strength. I don't want to get the well, this guy was out, this guy was out. But, yeah, I mean, if the big X factor, too, is, is Mitchell Robinson coming back. Right. Now he's going to be doing some on-the-court activities. He was playing really well. So uh, I think that's a big thing that's hanging out there. Because then if you can start bringing Hartenstein off the bench again, we have we have a great center for all, all 48 minutes of the game. So I want you to do your – it's hard for me to do this sometimes also as a Knicks fan – Take, like, the trauma out of the – and then I want okay. to talk to you about the trauma. And there's a lot of it. Take yeah. it out of the equation for a second. Yes. You're looking at the Eastern Conference right now. But realistically, the New York Knicks make it to what round of the NBA playoffs? Take the trauma out of it and just okay. give us, you're a big basketball guy. Where do you think the Knicks end up? I think third round is real, is real, is yeah. really possible. And I think once you get there, I think all the rules go out there. Then it's going to come down to help, who's playing well, and who wants it more. So I think second round, you could still go with the favorites. I think once you get to the third round, it's just, it's a toss-up for me. So I do think conference finals is on the menu. What, Let's uh, go! What Knicks trauma did you want to bring up with them? So, all right. So, Where do you want to start? We only have like 10 minutes. Sorry, Eddie Curry, where do you want to go? Oh, no, I, I would like to go way before Eddie Curry. Oh, okay. Um, so the Giants are my favorite team out of all my teams. The Yankees like were winning when I was a kid. So it was always the Giants and the Knicks giving me lots of heartbreak. And I can, I actually think I've cried after more Knicks losses than Giants losses, I cried on the finger roll game with Patrick Ewing. Oh, I was, that was a tough one. I was, my mom and I were at game one against the Pacers of that series. We left, heard the crowd booing, went back in, and Reggie Miller was shooting free throws to take the lead. I cried on the Long Island Railroad on the way home. Which is the, what's the most traumatic Knicks loss of your lifetime? Such an easy answer. You would think it's game seven versus the Rockets. It's not actually, I mean, that was pretty traumatic. Can I, can I guess? Sure. 
game Charles Smith against the Charles Bulls. Smith, Smith yeah. again. That's always Smith what you blocked. say, right? Isn't that what you always say? That's um, like- Smith. That's not for me. That's not. I, game six was worse for me because I think I was still, I'm like nine or 10 at the time. I still felt like they were going to come back and win. Whereas you were a couple years older than me. You were probably like, no, like we're done. I cried after the Charles. That was one I distinctly remember crying in my brother's room after the Charles Smith game because we just couldn't beat the bull. We were about to beat Michael Jordan. Yeah. And obviously the finals would have been great to win, of course. But even so, <laughs> we would have beaten, beaten the Suns. Yes. The Charles Barkley Suns that year. For sure. But even the year after when we did make the finals, Jordan was gone. So yeah. there still would have always been that little asterisk. Well, you won your championship without – if we would have took knocked... us to game seven to beat them with Tony Kukoc and Scottie Pippen. Yes, which was a great series, by the way. One of the, <laughs> the JoJo English flipping Derek Harper. I, and I hate JoJo English. That Phil Jackson sent him in like a hockey goon yes. like to start a fight against <laughs> Derek Harper. And then like the Pat Ewing three in game seven anyway. Can no, I no, hit something up? really quick? Yeah. You know how like JetBlue would show – have like – you know, uh, NBA TV, you can watch Hardwood Classics. Sure. I, on a flight, once watched Knicks Rockets Game 7. Really? For no reason. I, 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 I put, talk about putting yourself Maybe Starks, Maybe Starks will make it this time. Right. What I did realize was how clo- that game was so winnable. It was beyond yeah. winnable. Even with the bad Starks performance, it was right there. 90-83, final lost by seven. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty bad. 90-83 yes. sounds like today's NBA. Sounds yeah. pretty good. And the Ewing, the Ewing finger roll to me, though, is always like a unique piece of video because it's just – like, I can't even imagine that happening, right? Like, it's just everything about it. Like, it would just be, like, if it was Giannis, he would just be seven feet above the rim and dunk it. Like, and why did he finger roll? Right. It's, and it's just, just so and it's stupid. Just, and the, the in-backboard cam, which is, like, the famous one, because you see the ball. I'm sorry, Jerry. But you see the ball You see the ball come in, and it's just, like, it just dink. I got to go call my therapist now. I don't understand. But you watch yeah. Hardwood Classics on the plane, which <laughs> I can't believe. Uh, so which team in the East, is it Boston, are you most concerned about? I think it's it's Boston by far. I think it's not even, like a healthy Boston. I don't think it's close as to who the best team in the East is. Sure. Uh, of course, I'm never going to take the Heat lightly. That I, I just won't. You know, even though they're having their issues, I, I think the Bucks will still figure it out. I do. I still. I'm, I'm scared We're of any team. <laughs> We're all I'm, waiting every night. I don't <laughs> think they've gone to like the Giannis Dame pick and roll on offense nearly enough. I think they're almost holding it back. Sure. And that's going to be a nightmare to stop. And then they can still defend. I'm not counting them out either. Uh, but, yeah, Boston for sure, and then I'm always afraid of the Heat. Always. You, you better you bet here with Nick and Ken live from Radio Row. Thursday, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, the site of the game you might have heard called the Super Bowl. Uh, Jerry Ferrara is with us, actor, like it does great work with our friends over at BetMGM. you sneaker guy, right? Yes. Be honest, because for me, I'm, I, I'm a sneaker guy. I have never worn Jordans because that son of a bitch ruined my childhood. Do you wear Jordans? At, all the time. You, oh, come on. <laughs> all the time. And honestly, if I had to pick a shoe to die in, that's probably the one I'm dying well, well, we, in. Well, that's we, a good thought. We, we yeah. died inside as children watching him, so I guess what's the difference, right? I love it. What do you uh, What do you like in the game on Sunday? I'm sure everybody's asking that question. No, I, you know, I've thought long and hard about this. First of all, I'm excited for the game just because, look, last year was great with KC and the Eagles. And, the, you know, the Eagles obviously had an interesting offense, but so down by Hurts. I think this year now – especially with, like, the touchdown bets, right? It's like you could look at the Niners. You can go so many different sure. ways. The Chiefs, it's really interesting because I do think you'll get the unexpected guy stepping up. They have to almost have the unexpected guy step up because you imagine the Niners will guard the middle of the field and guard Kelsey, right? That's what they do They'll best, try. So. They'll definitely try. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a uh, final score prediction and who wins. I think it's going to be – all right. I think it's going to be uh, – I'm going to go I'm gonna go 28 28- 21 Chiefs. All right. So Chiefs in the over. I, got, I feel the same way. You uh, you said something before we came on. You'd, you'd been to a couple Super Bowls, maybe as like, you know, actor, media capacity. You go yes. on, you do a bunch of interviews. You said this this was the first one you were going to get to go to. What do you, 
What's that going to be like? I'm, I'm both extremely excited and a little nervous because it's just a lot of people, and I don't know what to expect. I, I've been to several. I, I used to play in that beach ball back. Actually, beach ball MVP. You're looking at a two-time no direct TV beach ball MVP. <laughs> that is not, true. Not one time. Two, two, times. two times. But I would always get out of there Sunday morning and right. try to get back to the couch. Uh, but, no, this year I'm really excited to go. I'm going to eat like an animal. I'm watching the game. I have all action going. It's going to be great. So people, like, I forget this sitting here across from you talking maybe our listeners and viewers do also you're just, you're a regular dude like you're like you're yeah. so down to earth you're also like freaking like real deal like legit celebrity and like and you come across like the nicest most humble guy and you are get what's like the craziest celebrity experience you've had in your career i i've had quite a few uh <laughs> one that comes to mind was is a, it's actually a golf story i used to play in those pro-ams right and i won one and uh Let's just say one some, or two, like two times yeah. or one time. So okay. Are you the first person to ever win like a beach ball MVP trophy and then a pro-am Listen, in golf? God, you have to I, be the first I, you one. You know, my Hall of Fame bid is really shaping up. Let's just be honest. <laughs> what sport are you the best at? Let's, do, let's get two basketball. things already. We haven't even talked about really? the, the, uh, the basketball career, but I basically got accused of cheating and I had a bunch of celebrities, some names I won't mention, no, like it, Michael Bolton, John Hamm, Kevin okay. Dillon, accused me of cheating. Kevin, your own guy, Kevin Dillon, accusing you? of cheating to okay. the point... There might have been some drinks involved. It was almost a melee on the beach at Kapalua in Maui oh, at the nice Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. Because everyone thought, by the way, I'm like, look at the scorecard. I did nothing. I, Jeff Ogilvie is my partner. He did everything. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was almost a big celebrity dust-up, which I also think I would have won. Um, I would love for you, but we don't have a ton of time left here. Yeah. You were, I saw this on social media, and I kind of, like, marked out. Like, I thought it was awesome. I grew up. Entourage is one of my favorite shows. A lot of people say of that. Of course. Because it was. Because, you know, it was. Because it was right. really great. Yeah. You reunited with uh, with your with your castmates recently at Comic Con, right? Tell that story and like and what's happening right now with Entourage that you told us off air. Yeah, I guess because it is the 20 year anniversary since the show aired. Now there's obviously all this reboot stuff coming up, which always comes up every couple of years. And then yeah, we got invited to Comic Con, which was surreal because we did an episode about Comic Con like 15 years ago, and I, I just remember thinking, what like that's such a Star Wars Guardians of the Galaxy thing. Like our booth is going to be empty. But no, it was like an amazing turnout. And the four of Did us Did you having... really believe that? Seriously. But think about it. Comic-Con. Like, we don't have any famous costumes or, like, cosplay stuff. Like, it's Comic-Con. Right. You dress, like, you dress stylishly. Right. That's, like, what no, you guys do like, on the show. But, but, like, I'm being serious. I'm not blowing smoke. Like, you guys were, like, a cultural phenomenon. Like, that's not, that's no BS. Like, right. I, I'm not surprised at all that you guys had a big crowd. It was all. a really good turnout. And um, I, I do have to say, too, just being there, we haven't all been together in seven years. We've wow. been together, like, wow. two of us, four, you know. Not the four of us, so, and we go right back into the old, the old regime. Said we're all just a little bit older, a little grayer. That's awesome. A little man. heavier, maybe, but we're still, <laughs> we're still best of friends. You know? uh, anything you want to promote for our audience here? We have about twenty seconds. No, I just like I'm just happy to be here, and I really first time at Radio Row too. We're in an environment like this in Vegas. Like I just can't believe this is all happening. So thank you to BetMGM for having me out here. And you're going to the game. And I'm going to the game. I mean, game. that's really cool. So, yeah, just, just tune into my social channels because I'm going to be putting some wild stuff on. Uh, better Nick slogan, Bing Bong or Go New York, Go New York, Go. I like Bing Bong. Go New York, Go New York, Go has always kind of annoyed me a little bit. Well, I never loved it. I like we Orange and Blue Skies. And really honestly, and, like, and we were losers with Go New York, Go New York, It just go. wasn't. I didn't like any. I like Bing Bong. It's, it, 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 takes, it gives you New York Give a us a Bing bit. Bong. Bing Bong. Absolutely uh, love, love it. Jerry, Jerry, you're the best. Thank you so much for the time. Yes. Enjoy the game. Good luck with the bets we'll talk to you soon take care guys our Thank pal you. jerry ferrara here with us on you better you and better. we're off and we're off here on trade deadline day oh, in yeah. the national <laughs> basketball association uh at some point we will get to it we know that there were a bunch of big moves made mostly involving our 
New York Knicks. We will talk about it as we move along. I didn't the have Hartenstein stress reactions as the first I, segment of the show today, but that's, that's where that. we're at. Yeah. Great guests will join us as well. On the other side, one of the voices of Sirius XM NFL Radio, one of the best guys in the industry, Solomon Wilcott, stops by here on set Radio Row, Las Vegas, Nevada. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here on a tremendous football Thursday on the BetQL Network.